Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Imagine a year where two monster origin movies kick off a cinematic universe unlike anything you've ever seen to this day. What year is that, Sandro? Oh, it's 1931! <laughs> Hello! And welcome to Oldie Butter Goodie. Oh, I'm out here on the streets of London this time. It's 1931. I've gone back over the pond, over to old London town. I'm walking around with the orphan. Hello, orphan. Hello, governor. Got any dimes? My name is Sundro, and yes, it's Oldie Butter Goodie, the podcast where we're watching movies from 1920 to 1969, one year a bloody week, and it's pretty fun. I'm stuck in the past. Zach is going to teleport himself into someone around here. I just need to try and find someone. But I don't want to try and find someone, you know, to talk to, to have a conversation with. Because every time I do that, every time I try and find someone to talk with, they go into the main plot of the season. And I'm just, I just want a standalone silly episode. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to try and find another orphan that looks like my little orphan. And then they can hang out for the episode and be friends. Now, there might be one over... Oh, here's a young strapping lad. Hello, young lad. How are you? Oh, hello there. How's it going, Guff? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. What's your name? Oh, my name's Tom Holland. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, what's the problem, Guff? Are you Tom Holland? Are you the movie star from the 21st century? Oh, absolutely, Guff. Oh, time's fucked up and now there's celebrities from the modern age back in time. God damn it. Oh, I'm... Tom Holland, uh, starring in the MCU, uh, in my first official appearance in Captain America Civil War, I did. Yep, that's right, that's where you were there. How great was that? Did you enjoy being in that movie? 2016? Oh, it was wonderful! And then I had my own solo film, Spider-Man Homecoming, in 2017. You did. Where that I was took a... the Guinness World Record for youngest MCU main character. Yep, that's that's correct. You did. That was a good film that's as well. That's me. I'm Tom Holland, eh? I think Miss Marvel would have that would have that world record now, though, because that acts as like 19 or something. Yeah. Now, well, now in the future, not now, right now, because I don't exist yet. What? Where am I, by the way? You're in 1931, London. <laughs> Yeah, why, why am I here? Ah, uh, time's fucked up. I guess, like, people from the modern age are being sent back in time. Were you sent back in time by, like, an old... Well, an oldish looking inventor guy? Or did you just randomly appear here through, like, time mishaps? I, I think the second one, because I was just filming my new film, you know? Spider-Man vs. Kang, you know? <laughs> but, uh... It's a great oh, title. I can't talk about it, though. Oh. I can't talk about it, though, right, obviously. Because right. I can't 
you know, spoil anything that's happening in the MCU. No, we wouldn't want you to spoil anything from what's happening in the MCU. By the way, what's the next movie you're making after that one? <laughs> I see what you're trying to do here, but you can't make me talk about it. Now, anyway, I was filming my fight scene with Hulk, and um, uh, then this giant portal opened up. Right. And I was sent to the past. Oh, you were sent to the past. That's crazy. I was looking forward to having my fight scene with Paul Rudd afterwards, you know. Oh, you're spoiling your fight scene with Ant-Man too. Oh, no, I've done it again. Oh, dear me. Next, you're going to be talking about your fight scene with zombie Captain America. Oh, my goodness. No, the zombie film's after this film we uh, film. Oh. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to talk shit. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, the only way for you to stop spoiling things is, I guess, to let Zach come into your mind. So uh, we might just have what? to do that then. What the fuck is that? Sp- <laughs> hey, whoa. Am I a famous MCU uh, Marvel film star starring as Spider-Man in the MCU, Tom Holland? You are inside of actor Tom Holland right now. Wow, I feel so um, British and <laughs> sexy and British young and looking. Sexy. Like you could be the next James Bond. Is that the kind of vibe you're in? Oh, absolutely. Zach, today, here in the year 1931, we are doing our first bonus battle of the year. Woo! A bonus battle. It's been so long since we've done a bonus battle. Twice the episode for just one whole price of one episode. That's right. It's a free podcast, but you're getting twice the free podcast. It's fantastic. I love bonus battles. They're so fun. They're fun. What are we doing bonus battles, Zach? Ah, well, you see, Sandro, we get two movies, we watch two movies instead of one, and then we compare them with arbitrary scores that make no fucking sense to determine which one's better or worse. I can't remember how we do those. I'm pretty sure half the time we did, like, which one's worse and then which one's better, and it made no sense, it was super convoluted. It really depends on what we're doing, I think. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, what that's true. Doing. I think it'll be which one's better in this case, though. And we do need categories as well, and we haven't come up with them in classic bonus battle fashion, we do it on the episode. Absolutely, we're coming up with them on the spot. Although I did have some ideas coming into this. I'd say we're uh, trying to make... Uh, who, which monster is the scariest, right? Oh, we're having right. a scare off. Oh, a scare off. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> That's me being scared. Oh, I thought that was a crow dying. No, it was that oh, too as enough. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I went yeah. to a... I went to a horror escape room over the weekend, and Ooh. it was not very scary. There was a jump scare, <laughs> and that was it. Just one jump scare, and it was like, oh, because I already saw the trap door where the jump scare would come from. Yeah, when we yeah, the room, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a jump scare. If you spot the trap door, it doesn't, it doesn't help. I feel like trap door jump scares don't work so well in a in a uh, escape room because you're literally trying to look everywhere for clues. Mm, yeah, so you're yeah, bound yeah. to spot trap doors and other things for jump scares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because the trap door, though, was triggered by Clown, who you know, our yeah. listeners have no fucking idea, so that's fine, <laughs> um, was triggered by, by him without telling anyone. So everyone was just, like, frightened by the sudden jump scare that he triggered. <laughs> That is funny, though. That is pretty great. I don't think we need to do non-spoilers for this one, but we will probably anyway. But we don't need to because it's Dracula and Frankenstein. You know the story. I won't. I refuse to do non-spoilers. Go read a book, you uneducated swines. What the fuck is this? Okay. (laughs) Sure. 
All right. Like, like I, I can do non-spoilers for films and other things people have seen. Everybody know who Dracula is or yeah. Frankenstein is. But there might be some moments, some imagery that they don't know about in these movies. No, you, you know it. You know the voice. You know what Frankenstein looks like. If you don't, if you don't know either of those two characters, just go read, go watch a film, and then come back. That's the most important bit. Come back and listen to the episode. Don't, That's don't the important just part. Go. <laughs> that is the important part. All right. Well, oh, then I think they've already left. Oh, oh no. no. Well, then I guess that means that we do some spoilerific first impressions as we usually do uh there'll be time codes in the episode description if you want to jump straight to the bonus battle or if you want to jump to frankenstein but let's start off with dracula because it came out first um zach this dracula movie yes it is the universal classic monsters universe dracula film but it's not the only one because oh my this came out in february but in march a spanish one came out and it's basically i think it's the same movie but it's in Spanish with Spanish actors. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did not expect that. Ah, good on them. Yeah, I I don't care enough to watch it, but it's a it's a thing. Yeah. But yeah. we're not talking about that. We're talking about the English one with Bella Lugosi as Count Dracula. Mm. What did you think? What did you think? Ooh, he was a nice Dracula. He was a good Dracula. This is some premium Jared Dracula right here. This is the classic Dracula. You have. Wolf's Bane and crucifix that actually do something. Ooh, they do sometimes. Yeah, like they they are warding off. You got the classic story. You got the the older Van Helsing. Yeah. You've got the older Van Helsing, not the young, sexy Van Helsings that we get nowadays, you know. We got the proper professor Van Helsings. You got uh the first 30 minutes of the movie being the entirety of uh, Nosferatu, you know? Not yeah. saying Nosferatu was bad. It's just we we go through the plot of the entirety of Nosferatu with the first 30 minutes of this film. Yep. Which shows just how stretched out Nosferatu felt. Ah, but then the final half hour of this film also feels stretched out, though. So, yes, <laughs> you know, that's true. Maybe they should have spent more time on that part. Who knows? True. <laughs> It, it did feel a little stretched out, but I don't think it felt as stressed out as Nosferatu. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I think as well, though, like, these are different movies, because Nosferatu yeah. is an art-ish expressionist film. This is just a blockbuster. This sort of Frankenstein, I think out of everything we've done so far, these feel the most, like, studio movies made for a yeah. very large audience. Kind of like a Marvel makes sense, because it's a cinematic universe. Yeah. Well- um, they feel like that. Which is fine, obviously, but like compared to Nosferatu, that was a lot more like, oh, look at this shadow. What does it mean? Yeah, I I disagree on the cinematic universe thing. I don't think that's what they were trying to do in these ones. No, I definitely not initially. I think it's more they were capitalizing on popular stories, obviously, and trying to make them into films that would entertain, like because they're from direct books to movie sort of translations. And I feel like the translation worked really well. They did really well with the source material. A lot better than a lot of modern movies tend to. Yeah, it's it's interesting how much um, every single modern version of Dracula, aside from the Renfield film with Nicolas Cage, don't know how that's going to turn out yet, but <laughs> all the other ones are just like, like the Moffat one on fucking Netflix. Like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck was that? What was that? Why does he have an iPad? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, 
Uh, I probably would expect uh, Dracula to invest in Apple, you know? Well, the plot for that one, um, you know, spoilers for the TV show Dracula, three-part thing. It was like Sherlock, but it was not very good. Spoilers for that if you haven't seen it. The first part is uh, is Renfield or whatever. No, not Renfield. Yeah, no, it is Renfield. It's Renfield going to the castle and getting scared and then Dracula turns him or whatever. Yeah. The second part is them on the boat and that's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. And then after the boat, he's just in the coffin. The boat is like crashes. His coffin washes up onto the shore. But oh, no, it's not olden times anymore. Anymore. It's the modern day. There's helicopters and they find the coffin and now he's in the modern day and uh, Dracula's got an iPad. What the shit just happened? <laughs> that TV show spoiled. Anyway, don't watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds a bit whack. Yeah, he goes to he goes to cemeteries and and sucks the blood of goths who hang out at cemeteries or some shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. And they're into it, and he's like, oh, the magic's gone, or whatever. I don't fucking know. I can't remember. <laughs> it's, it's not great when, you know, they're into it. Wow, Drac. Wow. That's problematic. You're getting cancelled on Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, I um, I think this is, yeah, this is a really good version. I've got some, like, te- technical notes, but in terms of the story, it, it, it does move almost too quickly the ending for both these movies is so sudden yeah there's no epilogue it's just like that's the end yeah boom we're done bye definitely i think both these films suffer for the ending yeah because it's just like ah and uh well it's about an hour so we're done yep all right time to go home everybody although i feel like i feel like now hear me out i think frankenstein won on the ending uh frankenstein had a bit more of a dramatic ending it right? did i don't want to spoil it because we're in non-spoilers now even though i said i wouldn't we are in non-spoilers okay sure well you said non-spoilers I you said we skip to it. the things right. if you haven't seen i don't know fuck you all right frankenstein gets lit up Mm. He gets lit on fire. Mm. Do you know what happens to Dracula? He gets stabbed off screen. Yeah. And he gets stabbed off screen after his last final fight. His, like, big thing is he just goes and has a nap. Yeah, the ending of this one's not not great. The rest of the film was fantastic because you have this big sort of... You have the sort of, like, battle of wits mm. almost between Van Helsing and Dracula. Where Dracula is, you know, he's corrupting the local area, you know, he's building his uh, posse of uh, vampire uh, slayers. Vampire babes. Oh, wait, you mean Van Helsing. Because Dracula is building his posse of vampire babes and Van Helsing is building his posse of old white men babes to help him slay them. The, the, ulti- the Dracula. The ultimate counter to women. <laughs> Old white men. Here's my thing with Dracula and why I think, um, yes, the Battle of Wits was cool, but some stuff didn't hit as hard. Oh. No sound effects. We need sound. He turns into a bat. He does his mind stuff. No sound effects. It's just well, silent. We had, like, so- we had sound effects for the bat itself when it's screeching around. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, the reasoning for that is, you know, it's the 30s and they can't yeah. have soundtrack and talking at the same time. So there's no music in any of these, really, aside from, like, background music. I actually found the lack of music quite endearing really? to the movie. It, for me, it, it gave it a bit more... It was eerie in those silent moments. The yeah, it, for I, you know, obviously we're used to music, and it was just because it was different from literally everything we've watched. 
and I wasn't expecting it in this film, which is meant to have the sort of tension and other things, I think it added to it for me, just from the film experience, those moments where it's like a little bit tense with no music. For me personally, you know, I actually found those moments a bit more sinister than they actually were because my body was like, shouldn't there be music here, right? Yeah. I was like, shouldn't there be music here? But there was none. And it felt wrong, which helped with the movie because it was trying to make you feel like something was wrong. Like something's wrong. True. I mean, yeah, I I I think like the soundtrack, there were moments in Frankenstein, I think, when it could have used something. But with Dracula, like soundtrack wise, because most of the movie's in a house with people talking, I I think Mm. the soundtrack wasn't necessarily missing. But when, yeah, like when he's like transforming and when he's doing mind tricks, we needed some sort of like yeah, Sandro's all about the Nickelodeon sound effects. Not Nickelodeon, yeah. just like a... Well, I mean, that would be pretty good. He transforms into a wolf, it's like... <laughs> but something just like a... When he's doing, like, mind tricks, you know, like a high pitch. I'm thinking, like, Doctor Who, like, Star Trek from the 60s sort of sound effects. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, I liked, I liked the actor... Um, for everyone in this movie. I think the actors were spectacularly well cast and performed very well. I mean, Bella Lugosi, you know, I like, he is Dracula. He is the Dracula. Yeah. He's the best Dracula. Um, he, he's so good. He, he's got that, like, he's a baron. And he's just kind of this rich dude, but also happens to be a vampire. Yeah, he's not like Nosferatu, who you're like, lol, vampire, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's <laughs> like... When you he's first on screen pretending to be, you know, the coach driver and he's just standing there as a gaunt fucking monster and it's like, oh yeah, I wonder if he's the vampire, you know. And there's the um there's the one from the eighties, I think, with Keanu Reeves in it, and he's Harker, I think. Um, I forget who plays Dracula, but like in that movie, Dracula's got like the old man look when he first comes out. And even then it's like, yeah, like it's obvious from the get-go that something's a bit supernatural there. Whereas here, yeah, he's just a guy. He's just a creepy guy from Transylvania. It's great. Yeah. And it's great. I love it. It makes sense. And he's also, like, super confident as well, which I think Dracula should be. Yeah, yeah. Dracula shouldn't be, like, trying to be scary the way that Nosferatu is. He should just be like, Yes, it is me. I'm a scary man. And he should be confident. He walks up to people and just sucks their blood, you know? He's just like, hey. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit no. that what people think about him because he will outlive them by thousands of years. Yeah, and he also thinks that he's more powerful, more intelligent, all that. Yeah, he's super confident, as you would be if you had lived for thousands of years. Like, he doesn't care if people figure out he's a vampire. He, like, doesn't hide it at all. Because exactly. he kind of doesn't care because he... He presumes he's going to beat them. Yeah. But then, of course, he encounters Van Helsing, who actually knows something of vampires. But because he underestimates him, you know, everything goes wrong for him. Again, I think the ending is the poorest part of this movie because he just kind of gets wrecked. He goes to sleep and then gets stabbed. Yeah, he literally goes and have a nap in the middle of the climax. (laughs) And Van Helsing's like, oh, here's the coffin, stab. I think, yeah, and I think that Van Helsing in in this movie... Oh, woohoo! I like this guy. This is a full Doctor Who situation, right? Mm-hmm. We've got the old Professor Van Helsing versus the the new, younger, sexier, more broad audience Van Helsing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Van Helsing as a character, I don't, 
I don't, he's never, there's never been a great version of him, I think. Personally, I've never been like, now this is Van Helsing, you know? Like, there's the Hugh Jackman one, but it's silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, right? They they keep making him younger, sexier, and more adventury rather than leaning into the smart professor who's studied, you know, for years. Exactly. And and kind of the interplay between a vampire that's still a thousand years old, so still like hundreds of years older than Van Helsing, but looks younger than him, you know, sort of thing. I like that sort of interplay, and I wish, I don't know, modern day things would focus more on that sort of... Where it's like, uh, you know, a battle of wits, a chess game almost between them. Where Van Helsing has to sort of, you know, help the local populace deal with the sudden vampire that's there. Yeah. And there's sort of this, like, pleasant stalemate between them where they're, I know that you know that you know that I know sort of thing, but people won't believe you and I'm Dracula and I'm super confident, so I kind of don't give a shit anyway. Yeah. What are you going to do? Pull out a mirror and a crucifix, you dumb idiot. Oh, shit. Oh, no, he did it. Yeah, no, I think that was quite good. Oh, yeah, that's something as well. Whenever, like, a crucifix was on screen, it would have been good to have some sort of, like, high-pitched noise. Oh, my that's, God. like, why he's you're going, such- I'm just like, just something, just a little bit you're, something you're, else. You're looking for the 80s Dracula, where it's like... Bah, 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 no, bah, not the 80s, just something. Just something to indicate what he's doing. No, but like, I don't... I disagree. I disagree, I think. The sound effects might have been a bit too much. Every time you say sound effect, I think of a sound effect that's way too much. No, no, no. Well, because the thing is, they couldn't have they couldn't have put a sound effect over the picture. It would have needed to be something that they could do on set. Yeah. So just like someone, I don't know, doing like a high-pitched ring. Yeah, well, you could grab a triangle or something and ding a triangle, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I disagree. I disagree entirely. I do not think the magical abilities of things need to be stressed by sound effects. Yeah, it just makes it feel awkward. I don't know. <laughs> For me, it just feels awkward without him. I'm like, oh, something's missing. Yeah, but like, do crucifix make that sound in real life? No, but to a Dracula, they probably would make a sort of sound because you're reacting to them. Uh, may- may- maybe when like... Dracula gets too close. There's like a hiss and a ting as he gets too close. Maybe, maybe for the mind powers, I could agree with that. The, you could have something like a hum. Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't want too much stress on it because, again, it gets into the, like, cartoonish. And I think that takes away nah. if there's too much of a sound effect. Nah, I don't know. See, for me, it's like, mm, this is a movie... And uh, without sound effects, it makes it feel like a stage play. And I just, I just want a little something. I just want a little something else in there because it's a movie. A little bit of something else, just put it in there. Just chuck it in there. Like when Frankenstein's walking around, he's going, you know, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Dracula should have. Dracula should have said blah. No. No. But, like, whenever Frankenstein's on screen, you know, it feels okay. Aside from that one scene where he's trying to sneak up on a lady and all the sound cuts out so he can, even though he'd be clomping all around the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. um, But, yeah, I was going to say the Van Helsing actor is good and also was in Frankenstein as the other Doctor. So kind of funny he's in both the movies. I I was going to mention that as well. Yeah, when we got to Dracula, I'm like, hey, it's Van Helsing again. (laughs) Van Helsing went and became a professor after this. 
makes sense. And then you've got, yeah, like John Harker and Mina Stewart, you know, who becomes Mina Harker. They're good in this as well. Yeah, because you, you, you have the, 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 the female lead. She gets attacked by Dracula yeah. at one point and she's turning into one of the thralls because her friend, she dies... And then gets turned into a vampire who starts attacking people as well. Yeah. So you see Dracula's like plan of just sort of taking over the place. Which is pretty great. I like that part as well. There is the thing with Renfield, which I was like, could have used a bit more. Because it's like, as soon as... I forget exactly what the transition is. But we go from Renfield being bitten directly into, oh, now he's just this crazy guy on a boat. They skip over a, quite a lot there, which is fine. I'm just like, hmm, could have used a little bit more extra. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's better if you're saying, I want more of this in the movie rather than I want less, right? I definitely rate this a goodie. I think it's a a, a really good film. I, To be fair, I'm super biased because I love the Dracula story. Mm. Um, and I think this is one of the best interpretations of that story because it just... It doesn't fuck with the main plotline. Obviously, I think the ending could have could have used work. There was a cut ending yeah. where, um, just like at the start of Frankenstein, a guy comes out and directly addresses the audience and is like, my, wasn't that a scary story? Hope it doesn't <laughs> scare you too much, but watch out when you're at home. Damn it. Damn it. I'm so sad because then we could have had that in both movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have had a guy directly talking to the audience in both movies. Oh, that's so sad. Spoiler, there's one in Frankenstein at the start and it's great. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, yes. I'm so terrified. But yeah. Uh... Yeah, I think uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's, you're right. It's like, it's just an unfucked with version of the Dracula story. Yeah. Which like. Nosferatu almost was, but it is a fucked version of it because it's an unofficial adaptation and it's trying to be arty. Whereas this is this is just this is just Dracula. This is just some hardcore raw drac, and that's what we like. <laughs> we just want regular ass drac played by Bela Lugosi, and it's great. There are, there are like other versions of this movie too because not all theaters at the time, had technology to do sound. There's, like, a silent version that was floating around as well. That's cool. Which is kind of cool. cool. Um, I don't think that one had, like, official music because it could be cool to get the music from the silent one and then put it over this one as well. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think someone made their own soundtrack to it. It's, like, a rock thing. I doesn't fuck... I'm not fucking with that. I don't fuck with those fan-made soundtracks to old films. Nah, get that out of here. Mm. But yeah, it is a good one. Between this and Nosferatu, people are like, those early Dracula movies? What? I'm just trying to think of, like, a better ending for this film. Because we're saying there needs to be a better ending, right? What would be a better ending, you think? Something like a Witcher ending. Yeah. Where Van Helsing kind of, like, Van Helsing, like, pretends that he's hurt like they have a big fight van mm. helsing's like the only way i can get this guy is if he goes to sleep and so he tries to trick him rather than dracula just being like i'm sleepy now i'm gonna go sleep yeah i'm a sleepy boy <laughs> i need to go to sleep yeah and then like don't don't have him die off screen have him like wake up at the last second go to grab and then get stabbed and we see the dramatic <gasps> i mean 
yes, that, but also at the time, just them going into the place to stab him would have been scary for people. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true, that would have terrified. But yeah, yeah, you could, you know, have have the counterplay of wits or whatever, you yeah. know, maybe Van Helsing learned, instead maybe Van Helsing just learns or figures out where Dracula's sleeping by himself, rather than they follow him. Yeah, yeah. He, like, guesses correctly. And surprises him at the end by be waiting for him where he's sleeping or something, you know? But no, I think all up, um, this is great. As you said, I agree. I've got small issues with it in terms of um, yeah. just silence when certain stuff happens. Where I personally think there should have been some sort of boy-yo-yoing sound effect whenever Dracula gets a big <laughs> no, boner. not the boy-yo-yoing. It's like the worst. <laughs> whenever someone falls over, it's just like the stock plate crashing sound effect. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. I'm on board again. You've got me back. You've got me back. This needs this needs more plate smashing sound effects. <laughs> when when Dracula goes to attack Van Helsing and he pulls out the crucifix <laughs> plate crashing <laughs> sound effect. Sound effect. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm back. This is a great movie. I really enjoyed it. It's a goodie for me and um one of the best films we've seen this year, I reckon. Well, howdy, it's me, Jason Voorhees, and I'm here to sell you a machete. (laughs) Ha ha, I'm just playing. It's Selly McSeller, and I've got another ad to put into your ears right now. The boys want me to let you know that you can go over to patreon.com forward slash oldie buddy good good bleh. Uh, Why did they hire me? I don't know. I'll do the URL later. Anyway, there's a new episode bonus content on Friday the 13th, part 3. Here's a clip. God, I'm embarrassed. The lady doesn't believe he's actually dead. She thinks it's all fake, but then he just dies in front of her, and then she's like, wait a minute. Oh, no. He's dead. He's dead. That's right. That's right. That was a good, uh, the kid who cried fox, whatever the fuck that story is. Kid who cried fox? The kid who cried wolf. Yeah, what? The fox and the wolf. The boy who cried wolf. Fox and the hound. (laughs) No, different movie. (laughs) Completely different message. Just wrong in every way. Nah, whatever. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Whoops, I probably should have given you a language warning because there was swearing in that one, but I don't fucking care because I'm Selly McSeller and woohoo! Go to patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod to get that bonus episode right now and put it in your ear holes. There's also ad-free episodes on the $1 tier. I'm an American. Woohoo! Speaking of a goodie. Oh. Let's talk about... Let's talk about Frankenstein. And Frankenstein's monster. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. I liked how in the opening credits it was like, mm, Henry Frankenstein played by Colin Clive. The monster played by dot dot dot. A big question mark. Who's it gonna be? <laughs> Uh, they were they were trying so hard, and it was great because they even started off. Be careful for what you're about to watch is truly terrifying. Yeah. If you want to leave now, you can. I was like, yeah, it's gonna be extra spooky. That's right. Look, when when the film has a disclaimer, you know it's gonna be good. Once again, just like with Dracula, this is just the story of Frankenstein, except I think they haven't cut as much out of this one as they did in Dracula, uh, which I think is cool. And this is one of, if not the best Frankenstein movie I've ever seen. This is, this is. Oh, there you go. This is just, it's just, it's just Frankenstein and it's just good. I mean, this is a classic for a reason. 
I like I like all the characters. I like Doctor Frankenstein. He's really cool. I like his dad. His dad's a great character. Yeah. His dad's like my son's a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> I fucking hate you. All oh, this other Baron, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, you know what? My grandmother, she was a fucking mad lad. Stop my grandpa from drinking this shit. Hell yeah. Thanks, Grandma. Got me some wine. <laughs> it literally ends the movie with that, which is very silly. Yeah, I think this is um this is just really good. It's just the it, it's just the story, and that's all you need. Like, I don't know. Every other version again adds stuff onto it, which yeah. I'm like, sure. But can, can can we just have the story? And we got just the story. So there we go. It was interesting with the criminal brain. Oh, that was dumb. But that's also in the book, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, obviously, it's dumb. That and the uh, ultraviolet rays of life-giving rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is some science fiction nonsense. I mean, yes, but also... It's pretty much the book. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I like I like my science fiction nonsense. Yeah. That's that's some Star Trek level nonsense right there, and I'm fully on board. Yeah. You know? I love I love it. I was like I <laughs> when he drops the fucking first brain, I'm like, oh, of fucking course he drops the perfectly normal brain and has to grab <gasps> the criminal the criminal brain. one. Oh yeah, that was interesting. So He's got an assistant, Henry Frankenstein. He's got an assistant, uh, except the, the assistant is not called Igor in this, which I find very interesting. And apparently, yeah, Igor uh, was not really known as Igor for a while, so um, they just kind of had random names. His name is Fritz in this. Fritz. Fritz the Hunchback. Good old Fritzster. He's great. Ah, uh, you, you, what, what, what a great boy. He just wants to help out. He's just trying the best. What, what a boy. What a lad. What a champ. He's just trying to. He's just trying to make his money so he can go move to the big city. Absolutely. Yeah. By doing that, he gets the one job that would probably accept him. Probably everybody else was like, "Ew, gross." And then Frankenstein's like, "I, I just need anyone." I don't care. Yeah. Look, we'll we'll build you a new body, TBH, if I get this working. Uh, yeah, because it opens up with them literally robbing a grave, oh. which was a, a pretty strong opening. Yeah, I think the sets in this, I mean, the sets in Dracula were good too, but the, the sets in this are so gothic and almost like Dr. Caligari-esque. It's just really cool. Yeah. It's very well done. Because you've got that, and then they go on the road, they cut down a hanged man. Mm. Like, it's pretty pretty dark from the get-go this is a scary one i think this one would like dracula i don't know i've seen it so many times i don't find it particularly scary but this one i think like i can definitely see why people would have been scared of this at the time like yeah 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 like frankenstein himself not that scary but the idea you know he throws a kid in a lake yeah oh (laughs) yeah that visual was pretty terrifying pretty scary i've seen that scene like out of context so many times because it's very silly. He goes up to this young girl and she's like, he's a flower. And they're like having fun. They're holding hands and throwing flowers into the river. And then he just picks her up and throws her in. And that's how she dies. <laughs> she's just dead from that. <laughs> Big rip. Big rip. Yeah. Oh, dear. Very silly. But um, it's it's interesting because you have, uh, you know, Hangman, they go to, he goes to his, like, castle where he's locked away, you know. Yeah. We learn sort of his backstory, mm. where he was this brilliant scientist, 
at this university, right? But then he started asking for too much because he wanted to do these experiments where he literally raised the dead. Yeah. And then uh, and then all his colleagues, his, his soon-to-be wife, which uh, isn't his sister in this version, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he marries his sister in the books. Anyway. Uh, That's right. I forgot about that. Anyway, I just, you know, I just don't remember uh, fucked up shit. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I knew about this going in. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, his, like, best man and uh, his college professor mm. all come and visit him after uh, Igor has stolen the brain from the professor and they visit him and he's like, go away, and then they come in and he has the whole thing with Frankenstein. Oh, it's very dramatic. I was expecting there to be, like, a big lightning bolt that struck. Yes. But that's obviously a dramatic effect that's been... Added in later editions. I think that's... I mean, they also just didn't have the technology to do that, probably. No, but, but I mean, like, just a loud bang, right? Yeah, Because they yeah, have yeah. flashing lightning and stuff, and it's just... They kind of raise the platform. And then lower it. It's not like he's tied up to, like, a thing with a giant lightning rod. You know what really would have helped there, Sandro? What? A boing effect. Uh, well, there's already sound effects, though. And that makes that scene so tough, like, so... So well done and tense, because you've got the storm raging. Yeah, And yeah. the lights are flashing, and the sound's going, pachoo! Not like that, obviously. That's not how lightning sounds. Yeah, you're right. There should have been, like, a storm or something in Dracula, yeah. where, you know, in the background. Yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. And no, technically in Frankenstein, he doesn't marry his sister. He marries a, well, his a, adoptive sister yeah who was adopted by the parents it's not they're not related they're oh, not blood sorry, relatives sorry. yeah i didn't really specify that yeah but yes yeah he's a doctor you know you gotta you know you you don't meet people when you're a doctor sorry what was that what is your explanation for this you get close to the young girl your parents adopted that's that's all i'm saying yeah, well done, well done. You got away with that one. <laughs> you won that argument. Also, he's Henry Frankenstein in this, not Victor Frankenstein, which is, you know, the classic name. Except Henry Frankenstein's friend is Victor. Yes. That's interesting. I found that very interesting. They kind of swapped some of the names around. Yeah, there's some weird name stuff going on in this movie. But aside from that, it's pretty close to the story. And it's very good. I think this is excellent. Boris Karloff is the monster, just walking around being like, like you're like, maybe he nice, actually. Oh, no, he threw a kid into a lake. Yeah, it's interesting how there isn't as much emphasis put on Frankenstein's monster. No, well, because this movie's about Frankenstein. Yeah, 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 which I, I kind of liked. I kind of liked. I, I maybe would have liked a few more scenes with the monster. It's like, what is it doing? But it's like, it's more of like... A thing that is just happening in the background, like, there is this monster and they have to deal with it, because, like, yeah, it's got the strength of ten men, Yeah, it's got this brain of a criminal, which leads it to going a little ape. I did really enjoy how it's, like, brain of a criminal. Yeah. That's very funny. It's very stupid. Oh, no, we smoked weed, ooh. <laughs> it's the brain of the stoner. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, I want a modern remake where they're like, this is the brain of a weed smoker, the most 
evil of brains. Yeah. It's possessed by the devil. They try to make a Frankenstein so they get the brain of like a criminal. But obviously all the prisons around here, you know, are just uh, are just people who have done petty crimes and shouldn't be in prison for yeah. like smoking yeah. weed. This one committed <laughs> tax evasion. Oh no. Well that one, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it's just like the lower level crimes. They, they don't go somewhere else. I want, I want uh, Frankenstein to commit tax evasion as his big criminal mastermind. Frankenstein? Yeah. And then smoke weed. Yeah, bro. Oh, sorry. Frankenstein's monster. There we go. I did it. I fucked it up. As you mentioned, the ending is pretty good. They lock Frankenstein in a windmill and then he burns to death. It, it, it should have ended there, though. It, it, it goes... <laughs> it, so they have this big mob. After Frankenstein... Th- piffs a kid into a lake like a mad lad her dad comes up and is like hey my child's being murdered and then the rest of the town's like hey that's fucked up we're gonna kill the stupid monster uh because meanwhile frankenstein is getting married to his dr frankenstein is getting married to uh his future wife Mm. and the whole town's occupied with that and they're like, oh, we'll, we'll just leave the monster to be killed by the professor. But the professor dies, so the monster gets loose, and then it piffs a kid in the lake. Yeah. So you, they uh, go up to this, like, mill. And then, like, Frankenstein's kind of hold, being held hostage by his monster. Yeah. And uh, then the town fucking burn Frankenstein's monster. And, of course, he's scared of fire, as has been shown yep. throughout the movie. Very, very uh, well done uh, scene moment. Very good. Uh, that's a uh, fire on the fire piece there. Yes. Um, Chekhov's fire. Chekhov's fire. Chekhov's fire. And so Frankenstein burns to death. But yeah, like at some point he dropped Henry Frankenstein. And so we then get, yeah, this weird epilogue where we're like, he's just in a bed and his dad's like, ha 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 ha, I'm drinking wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. And that ends the movie. And it's like, well, why did we end on the dramatic fire scene? Yeah. That would have been a good ending. Plus, then you could have been like, oh, Henry Frankenstein died. His creation dropped him to the ground and he died. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in that one, you're like, oh, he's alive. He survives. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why they did it. But it's, it's I guess that's in the books, you know. Yeah. It ends in sort of an epilogue, but it doesn't make sense for the film. Yeah. I would have liked a more uh, ambiguous ending, yeah, where he drops him and maybe he died. And that wouldn't that have been an interesting sort of comeuppance mm. for his experiments into life, that his own creation ended up killing him? He tried to play God. Yes. He flew too close to the Frankenstein. The Frankenstein's monster, that's true, that's true. But I did like how the, the movie just starts with him grave robbing as well. I forgot, I forgot to mention yeah. that. It just starts with him grave robbing, whereas most versions of this story start with him in school and he's got all these wild ideas and everyone's like, you're fucking nuts. So he gets kicked out. Like, there's none of that. It's just like straight right into it. I'm like, fuck yeah. And the only thing he said about the school is they're like, well, he was a fucking genius. He was a smart boy. We all, we all loved him. But then he was like, hey, can I just have bodies though? And we were like, uh, no, that's fucked up. And he was like, well, I'm going to leave and do it anyway. Bye. Which is cool. I like that interplay. Yeah, this is a very, very fun movie. Very much enjoyed it. I don't have, I I don't have many like issues with this one. It it obviously doesn't have a soundtrack either, but because I think it's like constantly raining or in a crowd, 
there's always like background like tension and sounds and stuff yeah maybe not sound effects but background noise i think i i agree could have been added to dracula yeah i i'll agree with that one but i did like some of the scenes with literally no sound because i think that added tension but yes a lot of the scenes could have added a bit more sound and other things there's other great lines like it's alive it's alive it's alive. obviously a classic um iconic at some point, someone calls Henry Young Frankenstein, which is, of course, the Mel Brooks movie, which I <laughs> love. Um, when I say that might be my favorite version of Frankenstein, but it doesn't count because it's not an adaptation of Frankenstein. It's just a Mel Brooks comedy. I like to Baron Frankenstein whenever they refer to him. I'm like, oh, yeah, because he's his dad. Yes, he would be Baron Frankenstein, you know. I found that amusing. Oh, and there's the line as well that I love. I made him with these hands, and with these hands, I'll destroy him. Ooh. Oh, very, very good. Uh, yeah, no, good film. I mean, Frankenstein looks great. We haven't really talked about it, but it, it the, that, that makeup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, it's iconic. It's iconic. It, it, like, everyone knows it, you know. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it looks amazing. I like the, especially the arm close-up we get, where we see that big cut in his arm where it's, like, being grafted on. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's that's a monster right there, you know. He is a monster. He's Frankenstein's monster, you might say. I give this movie a goodie. These were both goodies and fantastic to watch. I give this movie also a goodie. This is a good movie, and it is very good to watch with my eyes. Yep. Yep. And ears. Ah, uh, yeah, well, for Frankenstein, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Some of us had criticisms for, for Dracula. But hey, guess what, Sandro? What? You have to go to bat for Dracula now. I do! So even though you had more problems with that movie. Oh, uh, but also, I thought, I don't, um, I, I see both sides, really. I'm always, I always see both sides. You have to go to bat for it you have to go to (laughs) (laughs) but before we do that i want to quickly talk about the other because this is the start of the universal monster movies Mm. is these two um sure canonically they all kind of have the same actors sometimes but Mm. also doesn't they cross over kind of it's like it's kind of its own like universe ish but there's a bunch of these there's like the mummy uh there's uh, the werewolf of london there's uh, Invisible Man as well, which is, which is mm. fun. Um, there's a bunch of like sequels. The Bride of Frankenstein, I think, is the next Frankenstein film, and then Dracula's Daughter is 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 Dracula too. Yeah, the Invisible Man always felt like a, a, a almost an odd one out. It's an interesting one because yeah, the film itself doesn't feel like a monster movie, but then yeah, because he's not really a monster, right? No, he's just a guy. Yeah, but then when you get to, like, the sequels, it's like, okay, no, 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 this makes sense. But the first one, it's, you know, it's a bit odd. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm just saying, like, the Invisible Man isn't a monster, really. He's just a guy that's invisible. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas the other ones are monsters. Like, you've got a mummy, a werewolf, a vampire, a literal homunculus of dead flesh turned into a real-life thing, and then you've got... A guy who accidentally turned himself invisible, who just wants to turn back visible. Yeah. You know, it, it feels a bit left out. But that's besides the point. Besides the point. And there's a bunch of others that, like, people don't really talk about either. There's, like, Captive Wild Woman. Don't know what it's about. <laughs> the picture is a gorilla holding a woman. I guess it's a King Kong ripoff. I don't know. 
don't, mm. I, don't, I don't know what that is. I think Creature of the Black Lagoon counts. That's one of the later yeah, ones, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Creature of the Black Lagoon absolutely counts. That one's very iconic. The, the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Technically, there's one. Yeah. It's part of the universe, Phantom of the Opera. And then also, yeah, all the crossovers. It's like House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, House of Horrors. Yeah. And then eventually the comedy ones with like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. <laughs> it's interesting because it is basically a cinematic universe, but there isn't, it's not like the MCU in that you don't have to watch them all to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just their own movies. Yeah, it's it's not so much a, a cinematic universe, it's just, it's they're monsters, and so therefore if you're making monster movies, it's interesting to put multiple different monsters from other things together. Yeah. So it just, it was less, like, planned and more just happenstance. Yeah, definitely. Which, uh, kind of, kind of, you know, when you force the monsters to be together to make your own uh, cinematic universe, it can lead to a pile of shit movie that sucked ass. You're talking about The Mummy with Tom Cruise? What? No, I didn't say that movie specifically. Why would you even mention that movie? Aren't they making sequels to that for their monster universe that everyone gives a shit about? What was it called? The the Universal Dark Universe or whatever it was? Yeah, the Dark Universe. The Dark that's, Universe? Yeah, it must have been. That's what it was called. Because oh, it was The so Mummy... Dumb. Well, technically, The Invisible Man, the 2021, is a part of that universe. But that's also got nothing to do with The Mummy. But hear, hear me out, hear me out. No one cares. Not a single person cares. Are they actually making a sequel to that? To which one? The I Mummy? I think it was cancelled, right? Yeah. No, The Mummy is never getting a sequel, but The Invisible Man is getting a sequel. And also, the Nicolas Cage Renfield movie is technically a part of the Dark Universe. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. That I'm looking forward to. Now I give shits. There's a movie in development called The Monster Mash, so I don't fucking know what they're up to (laughs) over at Universal. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Do you like horror? Do you like the supernatural? The spooky? Do you like bone-chillingly, terrifyingly, horrifying true stories of real life? But you're actually just a big baby like me? Well, my name's James and welcome to the Scared Shitless Podcast. Every week I retell a terrifying true horror story to friends and colleagues, as well as hear their true life horror stories and experiences. Join me as I go on a journey of ooky spookiness and scare myself shitless in the making. Speaking of mashing monsters, it's Ooh. time to mash these movies against each other. But we need some categories. Yeah, and we'll probably get, what, five categories? Six categories? Yeah, yeah. Five, five, five or six, whatever we come up with. Yeah. Immediately, off the bat, the easiest one. How scary was the movie? 
rating on a scare scale because it's a scale. monster movie. You got to have some scare factor. That's right. Especially back then, though, you got to think about it. Back then, the, both these movies, I think, would have been pretty scary. You're saying scary, but I'm also saying, how about because like scary is different to deadly. Ooh. I want to rate them on a scale of deadliness. Oh, that is an interesting. I, I'll agree to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. that's interesting because you've got the like. The powers of the monster. Yeah. Which one would actually win in a fight? That's what I want to talk about. Oh, because yes, Dracula versus Frankenstein. What an interesting concept for a movie in 1971. Um, Doesn't count. It's, t- it's softcore porno. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of 80s films and 70s films, I guess. Yes. Uh, we'll do it on Patreon. Um, <laughs> Visuals. like Visuals, like the sets and makeup. Yeah, sets and makeup. Yeah. Sets and makeup. I agree. That should be one. That's definitely important because they were quite good. Uh, do we do acting? Because nah. they were both quite good acting in both of them, especially from literally the same actor in both the movies, who was great. True, Van right. Helsing and thing. We could do acting, and then how about um, how about uh, how about the sequels? Talk about which ones, like which we'll go through all the sequels and talk about which ones we'd actually want to watch. <laughs> that sounds. D- I don't know any sequels to this shit. Me neither. I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a terrible category. I hate this. <laughs> sequels. I'll get all the sequel information up and we'll talk about them. All right, sure. How many categories is that? That's five. We can do more. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I think that. I think that's good for now. Mm. In case we want, we can leave it at that for now. And in, if we think of anything while we're talking about it, we can add that on. I think that's a good. Idea. Well, then let's start off with the first category, which is scariness. Scariness. Now, which movie do you want to talk about first, Sandro? Because they're both extra spooky. But I'm just going to throw it out here because I'm batting for Frankenstein. Yes. Only one of these has a disclaimer at the front saying it's extra spooky. I mean, it's got to be a spooky film if it's got a disclaimer, right? You make a good point. You make a good point. Uh, Frankenstein Mm. does start off with a bit of a scary, scary, spooky, ooky. Ooh, watch out. This movie, a bit scary, actually. So you make a good point there. But here's the thing, Zach. Here's the thing, Zach. Frankenstein. Frankenstein is just a zombie. It's been done before. Just a zombie man walking around. You know, zombie man. Well, here's the thing, Sandra. Here's the thing. I, I can't you this. I can't you this. I can't you this because this is science fiction. Mm. The scary part about this is that it could happen. Oh, no, it couldn't. Whereas, yeah, well, it's science fiction, right? <laughs> Obviously, it couldn't happen, but it it's more realistic. It could, through the power of science, we could resurrect a man. Not in this way, but nowadays we're looking at technology that could mm. extend the life and or bring back people. People are already being brought back from the dead. With uh, modern sciences, you sure. know. But you know what else is scary, Zach? You know, you know, you, you know what else is scary? What, what, what else is scary? Oh, man, drinking blood. You can do that very easily. You just bite into someone's neck. GG easy. Oh, my God. This man's sucking on necks. I don't want that to happen to me. That's terrifying. Imagine a suave man, a Tom Holland type. He walks up to someone, just starts biting their neck. Kills him. I wouldn't stop him. There we go. If exactly. it was me, I'd be like, oh, please, Tom Holland, grab my neck. Exactly. Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's terrifying. Dracula can also happen. Boom. Sure, it's not for, like, supernatural reasons, but it could, it could happen. <laughs> could he turn into a bat? No. <laughs> Your argument is a psychopath could go and 
bite people's necks. And that's horrifying. And that is scary. But here's the other thing. Yeah. Here's the other thing. With Frankenstein, you're not really worried that Frankenstein's monster's gonna come out of your closet. That's not something. You're not worried that, oh, Frankenstein's monster's hiding under my bed. He's in the shadows. Because you'd hear him. He's a loud monster. Dracula. You never know. Dracula could be hiding behind your bed and for your bed and behind your door when you walk into your bedroom at night. Uh, okay, Dracula sounds like a big fucking creep with the way you say it. He is. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I think Dracula's the scary bit is that he is this all-powerful monster with fantasy powers beyond our human comprehension and that is some of the, like, scarier bits of thing is the unknown like a frankenstein you could run away oh you yeah, can yeah, yeah. you can sh- uh, shoot him with a cat you can stop this man you can get the whole town get a couple of flames he's done so he's done dracula you don't have a crucifix on you you're fucked that's right you need van helsing fuck you up you need van helsing he's got that uh well he doesn't have holy water but he's got the uh he's got the 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 crucifix he's got the stakes the wolf he's got the knowledge the new yeah the wolf spain that's right that's right and also yeah if you don't have that you're done and then, then also in dracula he almost wins he almost wins that that's that's something i wanted to mention actually that i forgot to mention about dracula i loved that dracula was all-powerful, but these objects actually worked at deflecting him. It wasn't just like, oh, it's a cross or it's a thing. I don't give a shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm an all-powerful Dracula. No, they genuinely, like, have an adverse effect on Dracula. And he's like, ah, fuck. They do. I wanted to fuck with you, but you have these things. Like, that is the classic vampire thing. And it, like, it fully wards him off. He leaves. Well, I mean, also, though, like, that's not really a part of the original book, though, the... The whole yeah, but I like it though. Yeah, I like that element too in this um, hmm. in this movie in particular. Uh, but yes, but yes, and like he hypnotizes that one girl to get rid of the wolfsbane so he can enter. You know that sort of thing. Obviously, it didn't have the like I need permission to enter thing. I don't know where that came in at some point. Uh, further down, the the all Dracula powers and shit would all you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of them going around. Anyway, I think uh, as well, Frankenstein. What is he gonna? What is like honestly? What's he gonna do? He's gonna what? Throw a couple kids in a lake? That's pretty bad. I know you don't give a shit about the kids, but other people care about their kids and other things. And it's and it's less Frankenstein's monster, which is scary, but the implications of which, right? These rays that can bring back to life. What can science wrought from mm. these things? The horrors. It's it's like a you know a Skynet sort of situation. Like what's what's the next step? You know, you build a chat GPT. The next next day you've got Skynet and it's bombing the nukes. I'm just saying. That's true. It's bombing the nukes. It's putting bombs onto the nukes. Yeah, it's blowing up the nukes. Oh, you know? that's good then. Oh wait, no! But then the nukes would explode and they'd blow everything up. Yes. Oh no, you're ah, right. Actually, see? that's horrifying. You thought, you, you thought about the compli- the implications. There you go. That's what's scary about Frankenstein. It's yep. like you know, messing with science. What can it do? You know. That's right. That's right. Um. Okay. I'm gonna rate it. I think. I think Dracula. Um. You know, hiding behind doors, being a bit of a spooky boy. Uh. I think Dracula is pretty scary. I'm. I'm gonna give it. We going out of five or out of ten? What do you think? Out of five. Out, out of five. five. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Um, I will mention, of course, that Frankenstein has these opening scenes where we see Dr. Frankenstein digging up corpses 
That's a bit extra spooky. Mm. I don't know. I still think this is more of like a three. Mm-hmm. It's slightly less scary than Dracula. I think it's slightly... I don't know if you would agree. I was going to give it a three as well. It's slightly less. But it did have a disclaimer being like, this is extra spooky. Mm. So... I think Frankenstein has better uh, has better atmosphere. Yeah. Because of the gothic sets and everything. The atmosphere is more spooky, whereas with Dracula, it's just a house. Yeah, here, actually, I'm going to give Frankenstein a four and Dracula a 4.5. Mmm, you're going higher on both than me. Very yeah, interesting. Yeah, because I, I felt more spooky, again, because I found the lack of soundtrack more spooky. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Frankenstein concepts more spooky. Are you doing 3.5 and then... I'm doing 3.5 for Dracula, 3 for Frankenstein. For the deadliness, here's what's going to happen. Frankenstein, Dracula, they're going to fight. Dracula goes to bite Frankenstein's neck. Oh, no blood in there. Ooh. Frankenstein picks him up, throws him. Ooh, I didn't even consider that. Oh, shit. Yep. No, 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 no. Frankenstein, he does a bane. He picks up Dracula and cracks him across his neck. Oh, <laughs> shit. Him across his knee. But to be fair, we do see um, Dracula throw... Um, What's his face? That little henchman guy when he leads Van Helsing to him. Oh, Renfield. He's like, please don't kill me. And he like holds him with his mind powers and then picks him up by the neck and fucking throws him. And he's dead. Yeah. He gets fucking got. But here's what we don't know about Frankenstein, though. Like, yes, Frankenstein can burn and die, but that's because Frankenstein's whole body is being burnt, you know? His body is going to be charred and, you know, it's like a charred corpse. He's going to not be able to move. Maybe the mind's still active. Who knows? Um, yeah. With this, though, yeah, Fra- like, like Dracula could pick up Frankenstein and throw him, but Frankenstein could probably just get up. Yeah. You know? What's actually going to kill Frankenstein? Well, hear me out, Sandra. He has a brain of a criminal. <gasps> criminal, weak-willed person. Dracula uses his mind control because Van Helsing's only resists it because he has a strong will mm. but as we know a criminal brain is different from a normal brain yeah that that that's the law in frankenstein so i i'd say uh frankenstein's got a bit of weak will mm. uh, might have trouble with uh hypnosis powers i like how we're batting for the other monster now for some reason whatever and it's great no i'm fighting for drac wait yeah no good point um <laughs> No, this is great. No, 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 no. We're swapping sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. Dracula could use his mind powers. And also, Dracula is smarter, right? He is intelligent, Mm -hmm. whereas Frankenstein is not. Oh, but they both actually hate light. For sure. Yeah, that's what Frankenstein would do. Just keep taking punches. They keep going at it over and over again. Then it becomes daytime. Boom. Yeah, I'd say I'd say uh, Dracula has the upper hand until daytime. Mm. And it also depends on the area, because if Dracula can get hold of fire, Frankenstein's fucked, right? But Dracula wouldn't know that. No. And he probably wouldn't resort to that because he's too arrogant. And that's also, that's a plot point in Monster Squad as well, right? That, um, that Dracula was like using Frankenstein for so long. Yeah. And Frankenstein just goes off and joins the good guys. Spoilers for Monster Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't suspect it because he's too arrogant. Yeah. Uh, his arrogance might get the better of him. I'm on Dracula. I think Dracula beats him nine times out of ten if he's, like, properly trying. But the problem is he won't be. He'll be like, fucking Frankenstein, I'll beat the shit out of him. What's he going to do? He tries anything? I use my mind powers. Oh, 
I'm getting bored of using my man powers. I'm just going to beat the crap out of him. Oh, he's a bit stronger than I thought. Oh, uh, joke's on you. I'm going to use a bit of fire now. What are you going to do? Oh, wait, it's daytime. I kind of delayed a bit too long. Ah, my own comeuppance. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, Dracula would want to use Frankenstein more than actually kill Frankenstein. Yeah. And by Frankenstein, we mean Frankenstein's monster. If this was Dracula versus Henry Frankenstein, that would be a completely different story. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> It depends if uh, Henry Frankenstein had got hold of the knowledge of how to defeat a vampire. Well, no, because I don't think Henry Frankenstein would even believe that Dracula is what he says he is, you know? Oh, yeah. He's a science boy. <laughs> he just walks up to him, you're not a vampire. Vampire kills him dead. <laughs> yeah, that's what would happen in that scenario. Guess uh, Dracula wins in that scenario. And technically we're fighting Dracula versus Frankenstein, so I guess Dracula gets all the points and Frankenstein doesn't get any. What happens is Dracula kills Dr. Frankenstein but loses to Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. I have no idea how to rate this. What are we rating Deadliness? This? I mean, honestly, though, deadliness, like, Dracula's pretty high up there. Probably, probably like, a four, you know? Yeah. Like, he's a deadly boy, uh, but I think Frankenstein's monster can just kind of wait out a lot of stuff. You know, it doesn't really hurt him as much. Yeah, they both have key weaknesses, though. And Frankenstein's kind of more obvious, like, can just sort of happen. Whereas, like, you don't necessarily have a crucifix or wolf's bane on you at all times. You no. Know? Whereas fire's just kind of around. But I think as well, like, like, Dracula can just walk into a crowd of people, slowly take them all one by one you know, into, like, rooms and stuff and kill them. Whereas, you know, if Frankenstein were to do something like that, one, he doesn't have the power to kill groups of people at any time. And also, if he walks into a group of people, everyone's going to be running away because that guy's gross. Yeah, even though Frankenstein won our imaginary battle there, I still think he's weaker. I still think (laughs) it's like a three for Frankenstein, even maybe a 2.5, and then a four for Dracula. Yeah, I think it's... uh, I'm going to give Frankenstein like a 3.5. If you go three, I'll go 3.5. I'll go three, and uh, I'll give Dracula a four. Yeah, I think Dracula for me, you know, he is pretty deadly. I would honestly go 4.5, because he he did almost win... You know? Yeah. If he hadn't had to take a big nap. I'm I'm dropping a big fat point off Dracula's score because he has to go and take a nap randomly. What? Okay, so you're going three then for Dracula. Like from five from five to four. Yeah, all oh, right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Otherwise Dracula's a five out of five for fight power. Like how are you gonna beat him? Sure, you could get a few mirrors around, but he's gonna fuck you up anyway. But uh, the fact that he has to take a big dummy nap because it's daytime is a big negative one for me. And I'll give I'll give uh, Frankenstein a three. Yeah. He's a big, strong boy. He really only has a weakness to fire. Otherwise, you're no stopping him. All right, let's go with uh, sets and makeup. Um, Ooh. Different, because Dracula, I mean, the look is iconic. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> look is iconic. His hair, his face, his acting is iconic. But in terms of sets, I mean, I liked the design of the Transylvania castle. Yeah, yeah, the castles were really cool. Both both of them, where he uh, goes into these abandoned castles, were very atmospheric, and mm. I liked them. But otherwise, we're mostly in, like, this lady's house. Yep, we're just in a house. Yeah. They're just wearing regular clothes. It's a two. Dracula? <laughs> woof. <laughs> woof. Yeah, Dracula wears a nice suit. But it isn't, it isn't crazy. It doesn't have a... I would have liked, yeah, a bit more dramatic atmospheres. Like, 
Or we needed like a nice forest, you know, a dramatic forest in, uh, encounter, you know. We needed more um, more castle chases. Yeah. We needed these more atmospheres. I like I liked the movie a lot, but it, it could be better. It could look better. But also it's not about how it looks either. That's also a big part of exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Um, but I'm going to go two. How about you? I'll go a three for Dracula, but definitely I'm going to give like a 4.5 for Frankenstein. Yeah. I'm going to give some big points to Frankenstein here because all the sets were amazing. You got the, the graveyard. That's amazing. That it immediately opens in where they're digging stuff up. Ooh, you so got good. the rope with the hangman. You got the, you got the tower with the dramatic thunderstorm. Oh, yeah. And the scientific equipment that's going around. Mm. Zapping lightning around. There's some special effects there with the special, with the special zapping. Yeah, you definitely like that a lot. Mm-hmm. You definitely like that a lot. Uh, I like the village as well. The village was nice because you see this big open village and other things. There was a really good like uh, tracking shot coming through the village during a party. There was a good lake. That lake was great when it drowned a girl. Sure. A big, big ups. <laughs> um, you've also just got the general look of the characters. Obviously, Frankenstein dead guy. So the iconic look is great. Uh, Frankenstein himself wearing the white lab coat, running around, short hair, iconic. Yeah, especially if you uh, add sound effects and, like, visual effects. Mm. This one was definitely a lot better. You had, oh, yeah, the um, uh, the school with the professor and stuff, the, like, brains themselves. That's right, that's right. That and was the makeup good. and other, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a weakness of the, the Dracula movies. There's just not enough. There was, like, a bat yes. flying around, and it's like, oh, that's a spooky bat. Even on the boat, they didn't really do anything. Again, it's just kind of a three. It's kind of middle ground for me. Obviously, a two for you. That's very fair. Whereas I think, yeah, Frankenstein, I'm going to give uh, 4.5. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'll give it 4.5 as well. I really enjoy gothic stuff in general. Yeah, oh, me too. Which is a shame that we didn't have more of it in a vampire movie, right? True. You know? True. That, that seems like the one place where you would have a lot of gothic architecture. But um, it was only for a couple of scenes, which was unfortunate because they it looked quite good in those scenes, like that opening scene where they, he goes to Dracula's castle. Yeah, awesome. Oh, oh, and he does that thing. I, I just want to mention that where he like cuts himself, but um, he leans forward and uh, Dracula is about to you know attack him. Oh, the paper but he cut leans scene. forward and the pendant of the the cross. Like just swings from his neck in front of the thing, and and Dracula's like, Ugh! Uh. and he's like, oh, don't worry, it's just a bit of blood, it's just a little cut. And it's like, ha ha, he thinks the vampire was scared of the blood. That was pretty funny. Lull. I enjoyed that that scene a lot, and I think that scene then you know goes into the acting, mm. which for Dracula is very very good. Um Renfield is great, you know, he's the character who goes to the place, gets, you know, obviously a bit crazed. Um he is a very good character. I really enjoyed him when he's going crazy. Great acting as well. The 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 Harkers, they're good. Van Helsing also good, but Oh, oh. Van Helsing's great. But Bella Lugosi is that that's that that is Dracula. That is who everyone tries to be. He he is the 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 like Hugh Jackman to Wolverine as yep. uh, this man is to Dracula. He is Dracula. That is what Dracula is. That look he always has, like the raised eyebrow. That's right. Um, he is like the Robert Downey Jr. to Iron Man. No one else is going to be able to do that. You know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
I think for him in particular, and also because I can't think of anyone who was bad in Dracula, I'm going to go 4.5. Wow. A little wow. bit of spacing there, just because there might have been like some lines from people. Yeah, that's, like, that's, not that's very high praise. But Dracula, 4.5. I think fantastic. I'll give it a 4. I'll give it a 4, because I feel like the other characters weren't as iconic as, you know. Uh, I think Van Helsing and Dracula were great. Mm-hmm. The other characters, I couldn't give a shit about them. Though, to be fair, I did actually like um, the whole, like, she's turning. Mm. And that, like, sudden dramatic change where he's like, huh, that's weird. You were feeling terrible before, but now you seem really, you know. That's right. You're back. You're great. Anyway, you want to you wanna suck my blood? Yeah. Ayo. What is that all about? That's weird. But yeah, no, I think it's really good. Um, Frankenstein. For Frankenstein... Ooh, Whoa. there's some good acting. There's good Once acting. again, the actor who plays Van Helsing in the first one, who's the professor now, what's his name? Mm, Dr. Waldman. No, 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 like the actor. Edward Van Sloan. Edward Van Sloan, great actor. I love this actor. He's good. He's great. I like this, like, sassy professor who's like, what proof do you have that your experiments work, you fucking imbecile? He's great. He's really good. Um, Baron Frankenstein is fucking hilarious. This old man. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. Actually, yeah, that's true. And uh, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. He's really good, too. Um, We don't see enough of Elizabeth to really make a... No. The same with Victor. They're not in this as much. Yeah. Elizabeth and Victor... Uh, the same amount of care I have for them as the other two okay. in Dracula. I think because I like their characters more. I, I like the Harkers as characters because they're pretty good in like other That's versions fair. and stuff. So I was kind of paying more attention to them. Um, but also the assistant in Frankenstein, Fritz. Ooh, that's pretty good too. Yeah, Fritz, Fritz was great as well. Fritz is good. Yeah. I like Fritz. Pull the lever, Fritz. You've got the little girl in Frankenstein. She's really good, actually. She's a really good actor. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's a true point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a child actor in a film that didn't make me annoyed. Yep. Mostly because she got like five minute scenes before being piffed into a lake. <laughs> so, you know, you win some, you lose some. And that is an iconic scene as well. Um, I, 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 I'm going to go four for this one because I think I didn't care about Elizabeth and Victor as much as I cared about the Huckers. So I'm going to go four. Okay. I'll give it a 3.5. Ooh, 3.5 from you. You know what? Actually, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm giving them both a four. I think they were equal levels of acting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna give it a balanced score here because, yeah, I think I think both had actors I really liked and was yep. really entertained by. Yep. And both a couple of actors that I couldn't care less about their characters. Mm. The actors were fine. I thought they were great. They were fine. I just didn't care about the characters, so I don't care. Interesting. Pass. Moving on. Well, uh, there we go. That is that category. These are looking really close, which means for the final category, which is sequels, um, there are more to Frankenstein than there are to Dracula. So we'll start with the Frankenstein ones. Okay. The first one is Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, Bride of Frankenstein. How could I forget Bride of Frankenstein? That's right. That's also an iconic bit in the mythos, the Bride of Frankenstein. Because he's like, well, I'm a horrible monster man, but I need to find love. That's right. Yeah, no. uh, Dr. Frankenstein is like, I'm done. Uh, His wife gets kidnapped, forcing Dr. Frankenstein to make a new creature uh, to go and help Frankenstein's monster or some shit. For some reason. (laughs) For some reason. Uh, And and yeah, that one is quite iconic and uh, apparently quite good um i mean it's iconic it's it's canon mythos now so it must have been pretty good so 
definitely a high rating for that one. And the main two actors do return for that one as well, which I think is pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, the one after that is Son of Frankenstein. Yep. Less giving a shit about this one. <laughs> yeah, that's the son of Dr. Frankenstein uh, brings back the monster to do some 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 family stuff. Um, yeah, don't, mm, don't really care. Yeah, that one you don't really care, except Bella Lugosi, who plays Dracula in Dracula, is in that one as Eagle. What? Yep. That's a weird... Wow, that's a weird yeah. cross-roll thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. Igor takes control of the monster to kill people. Like, Igor's kind of like oh. the bad guy in that one. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. I'm a bit more interested now. Yeah. Um, that one is, uh, that one looks fun. That one looks fun. And then there's House of Frankenstein, which is the your crossover mm. uh, with, the, with yeah. the Wolfman and Dracula and Doctors yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool, very cool. Over on the Dracula side... Uh, we don't really have anything. There's Dracula's <laughs> daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Dracula's dead, and then she's like, I need to go kill Van Helsing. Okay, all right. I'm a little bit interested. The guy who plays Van Helsing comes back, except he's called Ooh. Von Helsing for some reason. I don't know what that's oh, about. Oh, okay, that's that's weird. But I would be keen to see uh, Van Helsing again. Yes, that is kind of the big point of that one. Uh, and then there's, yeah, the house of Dracula, which is... Which is um. Uh, basically Dracula versus the Wolfman and Frankenstein's monsters there too. Wait, so wait, wait, so there's the House of Frankenstein and the House of Dracula? Yeah, they're like the crossover movies. But they both have their own crossover movie. Yep. Ah. I don't, we'd have to watch them to figure out what that's about. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> that's really weird. But also I love crossovers between these boys. This could be very silly. Oh, and then for Frankenstein, there's also a- Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which is Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. Oh, yeah, 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 comedy yeah, 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 yeah. Slapstick <laughs> guys doing stuff. We'll probably do one of their films eventually. I don't think we'll do the crossover ones. Yep. But yeah, those are the sequels. Um, In terms of like, do I care? Frankenstein wins. Well, yeah, there's just more of them, right? There's more of them, and also, like, Bride of Frankenstein has the same cast, and everyone comes back and stuff. Yeah, like, Frank- uh, Dracula's daughter is, like, a character that shows up a bit more, but, like, not. it's not as, like, a, you know, canon thing as mm. Frankenstein's, like, wife. Yes. Or Frankenstein's monster's wife whatever you know what i mean yeah that's a character that appears often that's like some canon shit right there whereas no one gives a shit about anything no so what are, what are you gonna give a rating for that i mean do i want to watch all the frankenstein sequels no yep i'd like to watch bella L- L- lugosi as igor in the third one actually so well here's the thing i, I want to watch house of frankenstein uh frankenstein's wife and, of course, the movie we just watched, uh, Frankenstein. Yep. Vampire Ward, I want to watch Dracula and House of Dracula. Yep. So, I'm going to give a point for each movie that I want to see, Ooh. which is three and two. Three and two. Um, for Frankenstein, I'm going to go 3.5. Ooh. Because I do want to watch Son of Frankenstein as well. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're giving that a half point for the extra... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. the extra thing. I care about that a little bit more. Um, so I'm going to give that one a 3.5 for Dracula. I don't care about any of this because Bella Lugosi is not back. Is he Dracula in? Hang on, I'm going to check if he is Dracula in House of Dracula. Ooh, actually, yeah. Oh, it's John Carradine. 
Oh, okay. Not even the same Dracula? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that makes me even less want to watch it. It's the guy from um, The Warrior and the Sorcerer. <laughs> 1.5. Yeah, I don't Three care. and 1.5. I, uh, I am going to go two uh, because I'm uh, slightly more interested because John Carradine's hilarious. Yep. So I'm going to go I'm two. I'm changing my thing. It's going down a peg. That is unfortunate. Well, it's interesting you bring up the sequel with comedy, mm. because I want the final category to be funny. How funny were these movies? What comedic moments did we have? Oh, because you see, Sandro, horror goes hand in hand with comedy, it right? Does, it does, There's yeah. the It's the same side of the same coin, you know? Sometimes people reaction when they're faced with unspeakable horrors is to laugh, to cope with it, you know? So what what was the comedy? What was funny? Because with uh, Dracula, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, uh, other one, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. You got a Baron Frankenstein, hilarious. Oh, he's so oh, funny. He's so funny. He's like, oh, I hate my son. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, grandma though, she was great because she stopped my grandfather from drinking this wine. <laughs> no, I drink it. Blah 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 blah. I do really like Baron Frankenstein. <laughs> also funny in Frankenstein, a little girl gets chucked into a lake and dies. <laughs> So funny. Ah, hilarious. I, I loved it when that girl got piffed. I thought that what was a pretty funny. Hilarious joke. Um, aside from that, I don't know. It's not that funny. I guess. It's not that funny. These are pretty. Uh... Uh, and then Dracula. Uh, Dracula's stare. That was funny. That was funny. His iconic stare. Yeah, yeah. He's standing there just sort of glaring. Yep. Uh, iconic. Terrifying, also kind of funny. There was that scene where he runs out of the house and then we just start hearing the barking noises and Van Helsing's yeah. like, oh yes, he's turned into a wolf to run away. That was pretty funny. Yes, yep. That was pretty funny. I raised you that scene with the groundskeeper where the groundskeeper's shooting at a bat, right? Yes, yep, yep. And then Van Helsing's like, don't bother shooting it at this bat. This bat is immune to bullets. And then the groundskeeper's like, oh, yeah, sure, I won't do that. And then he talks to the mate. He's like, they're fucking nuts up there. They're fucking whack jobs. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then the housemate's like, yeah, they are wacky, but I'm also wacky too. And he's like, you're fucking crazy as well. And she, like, stares at him, glares at him, and he, like, runs away. Yep, pretty funny. Pretty funny. I'm giving both of them a two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm rating 1.5 for Frankenstein and a one for Dracula. <laughs> Fucking hell. God, God damn it. Completely useless category. <laughs> what were you giving Dracula? I'll give them both a 1.5. Oh, far right. To make it fine. even more pointless. That, that that was that was completely important. But anyway, oh, the both <laughs> battles over. Oh, which one's gonna win? Oh, which one's gonna win? I can feel the tension. That's the tension. right. Maybe some sound effects can play here. Oh, is that a storm I hear? Is that a storm? Is that a crashing God plate sound effect? Damn it! Oh my god! <laughs> Whoa! Um. All right. So out of a possible, how many points? Five times? No, ten times six. Out of sixty points. Here we go, it's time to reveal what won the burst battle. Considering that two of these did not get very high points because they were bad categories. But anyway. Yep. 
out of a possible 60 points coming in last place, second place, it is with 37 out of 60 points, Dracula! Oh, no! Dracula! Dracula's dead. Oh, man. Bella Lugosi's dead. Oh, wow. Too and soon, Sandro. Too soon? He died ages ago. Too soon. Too soon. And then coming in first place, the winner is Frankenstein with 40.5 points. Ah, there you go. There you go. Very close, though. Still very close points. That's right. I think Dracula just needed a bit of special effects and and, and sound, and it would have been uh, probably a better movie, I think. Or at least on par. But anyway, there we go. First bonus battle of the year. Look at that. Boom, wham, bam, thank you, Frankenstein's adoptive sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot where that phrase originally came from. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Oh, (laughs) Oh, dear me. All right. Uh, well, there we go. That's the episode. Thank you for listening. Wow. There we go. Uh, well, that is the end of the episode right there. Thank you very much. There, Blair. I can't talk lately. I'm thank just... you very oh, much for listening to this episode. If you would like to check out more episodes on these veins, we have a few extra bonus battles Ooh! on our Patreon. We do. We haven't done one in ages, but we do do them over on Patreon. Uh, we'll probably do more of them here on the main show this year, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are some more bonus battles there. There's also some other spooky episodes, like all our uh, Evil Dead yep. uh, series. We did all the Evil Dead, and we're currently doing Friday the 13th. Very spooky. We are. We just did number three, and uh, it was a time. It was a time and a half. Three three was, uh, all I'll say, return to form. Mm. That's all I'll say. Mm. Yeah, in Scream 6, I'm not going to spoil it, but in Scream <laughs> 6, there's a point Whoa. where someone's like, what's your favorite Friday the 13th movie? And one of the characters says part two. I'm like, that's no one's favorite Friday the 13th that's movie. That's literally no one's. That's a garbage. Yeah. Trash. Get it out of here. Maybe one of the writers just likes it. I don't know. It's f- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whatever. that's fair. It's no one's favorite Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, it was absolutely the writer who wrote... Friday the 13th part 2 yeah. was hired for that movie and wrote that line in absolutely yeah yeah definitely because him and his mum only people who like that movie <laughs> it was fine it was funny but anyway uh, that is up there oh and this Wednesday Zach where uh, mm-hmm. let me just double check that this is actually happening I was gonna pinch myself to make sure we're doing this oh someone sounds very very upset someone sounds uh, almost like that uh, that that they're on a bigger low. Very, very low. <laughs> Fuck, I hate feeling bad. I hate how funny that was, actually, though. That was kind of funny. Anyway, yeah, on on Wednesday, we're, re- we're reviewing Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo <laughs> with Rob Schneider. Oh, man, this is going to be so problematic. Uh, I'm going to love it, and Sandra's going to hate it. Yep. Or, or alternatively, it goes the other way, and I get my comeuppance, but I'm excited for it. That's right. That's that's uh, out on Wednesday. I great, cool, um, whatever. Um, and there's heaps of other stuff up there, like ad-free episodes. Uh, plus more episodes here on the main show. Like next week, Zach, you've got to pick a movie from 1932. 1932. Well, I've already got a bit of an idea of what I want to do. You got a you got a lot of options. You got um you got Doctor X. Ooh, Doctor X. What's that about? He's there's, there's cannibalistic murders at his hospital. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Under oh, no, college, not hospital. College. Ooh. Ah, uh, there's freaks. 
Oh, that's a popular one. Yeah, yeah. A circus of beautiful trapeze artists agree to marry the leader of a sideshow. But his deformed friends discover she's only marrying him for his inheritance. Mm, scandalous. That's very scandalous. Very scandalous indeed. Or what about Tarzan the Ape Man? <laughs> Tarzan's in <laughs> sound oh, is now. Is that the first one? Oh, right. Yeah, in sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be uh, the first in sound. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's the first of six... Yeah, I think six movies? Oh, I raised you this one, though, Sandro. Scarface. Anyway, I'm choosing The Mummy. You're choosing The Mummy? The Mummy, yeah, because we're on this monster train, and I like these monster movies. Uh, To be fair, both these movies were quite good. True. So I think The Mummy, The Mummy would be an excellent follow-up to this, because, of course, it's in the, you know, the Monster Squad. we got to do all the Monster Squad things. That's right. Let's do the mummy. Mummy, see, it's about an Egyptian mummy in Cairo. And guess what? He's played by the guy who also plays Frankenstein. (laughs) The mummy of Frankenstein. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, he was a good actor, so... um... Boris Karloff, yeah, that's right. All right, the mummy. Well, that's because we both love the Brendan Fraser one, but I've never seen the original. I've never seen the original, and uh, I don't know if you have. I, I, well, I definitely haven't, no. All right, excellent. Next week, The Mummy uh, in 1932. I'm going to head over there now. I'm I'm opening up my portal right now. That's so early. Oh, yeah, I'm still in Tom Holland's body. Should probably yeet on out of there. Yeah, all right, see you later. Whoa. Oh, my God, it's so gross. Tom Holland's body's been turned back in a, in a Tom Holland. Uh, uh, yeah. Did you just call me gross looking? Oh, no, you're a very handsome young boy, Tom I was about to say, I'm very young and uh, sexy young man, gentleman, sir. I mean, I personally don't find you attractive because you look like a child, but, Mm, I mean, uh, you are a very, a very, a very handsome, a very handsome man, Tom Holland. Hey, hey, Tom Holland. Hey, Tom Holland, I got a question for you. Oh, yes. What's what's the question? When was the last time you saw Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland? When did you when did you see him last? Oh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, just the other week when we were fighting Kang. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I did it again. Bloody gotcha. Gonna, gotcha. You know what? I'm going to swing on this light and kick you into the portal. Whoosh. Whoa, I'm getting kicked into the portal by Tom Holland. What an honor. Farewell. End of the episode. Goodbye. You're going you're gonna to have to do it to the orphan. Oh, yeah. I should do that, too. Wee! Wow! Thank you.